welcome to our first mini episode here at the Movies That Made Her But Not Me. This episode, we'll be talking all things Oscar 2022 related. As an Academy voter, Lauren, could you tell us about the first time you voted for the Academy Awards? Oh my. Um, it, it was a huge honor. You know, you have to look, watch it all, all the movies. I only, you know, will vote for the best picture because my background is as a producer. Um, and, um, you know, you have your idea of what you like the best and then you think like, well, is this the best picture? Do you know, is it everything? Like the writing? Is it the, you know, the acting? Is it the best put together, the most inspirational movie? And then everybody talks. And so then you start doubting yourself. So there was a little bit of that. But um, after a while, you just get more sure about what what makes you, you know, sing, so to speak. Could you just walk me through how the actual voting works? So how do you get accepted into the Academy? Is mm -hmm. it how does that all work? You have to have worked on a certain amount of movies mm -hmm. um, and gotten um, the, the credit like, you know, that you're in the guilds. Um, you have to be uh, brought in by another Academy member. Um, and, uh, yeah, they have to write the approval. Then you go through, like, a process of, have you done all that? You know, it's, it's there's not that many people. I actually don't even know how many people are in it. So once you're in the Academy, what mm -hmm. happens? They mail you the DVDs, and mm -hmm. what happens from there? You watch them all. Well, first of all, there's like, you know, 200 movies you choose from, you know? And then you go through, and you go through, and you watch, and you watch, and you watch, and then, you know, everyone votes, and it gets narrowed down to, a, you know, a smaller amount, and then we vote again on, um, what, you know, what we think is the best second, third, fourth, like mm -hmm. that, so... And then when you get to the actual winner voting, is that rank voting also? Yes. Yeah. Do you think that rank voting is a good way for the Academy to operate? You mean instead of just saying this is the best picture and just, you know, counting those votes as opposed mm -hmm. to... Mm, do you know, I don't really know enough about statistics and stuff to know how that would affect... But I have to say that it's a relief because, you know, there's always like two or three movies you're like, oh, those are good. I like this one. I like that one better. But this one seems more worthy. And, you know, before the, there was like comedies could never be nominated because they weren't worthy, you know. Mm -hmm. or um, So now everything's worthy, I guess. I think that's good that it's kind of loosened up a little bit because it gives more opportunity to a comedy or an action movie or something that may not have ever been even considered but was still really influential for that year an opportunity to make it up onto the top mm -hmm. 10 or however many for that year's list there were a lot this year yeah the most ever why do you think that they nominated more this year than they normally do i think everyone's confused i really do i think it's changing so drastically um you know they keep changing who hosts it who produces it you know trying to make it connect again did you like the hosts this year? Because I know last year they did no host, which I really liked, and then they came back with three hosts. How did you feel about that? Uh, well, that was a funny joke when they said they could get three women um, cheaper than one man. That's too true. Um, I thought it was really interesting, those three that they chose. Like, how did they end up with those three? Yeah, it was kind of strange. I thought that Amy Schumer was surprisingly funny. Yes. I'm not usually her biggest fan, but I thought she did a really good job. I always really like when the host's strategy is just, I'm going to be mean. <laughs> That's the strategy, is I'm just going to be mean to all of the people who are nominated and all of the pictures that were nominated, and no one is off the hook. I laughed really hard when Amy Schumer said that she was surprised that 
Aaron Sorkin could make a movie about the funniest person right. who ever lived with not funny. a single joke in it, yeah. <laughs> not a single funny moment. Yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that yes. was a good yeah. line, especially since I agreed. Yes, I, I thought that that was a little weird bit about calling those men up. Um, I was just going to ask you about this I when like, when Stop Regina that. was sexually harassing men on stage. I, I felt very confused by it because. You would think after all of the Harvey Weinstein and assault stuff that has gone on in Hollywood that they would steer clear of Me too. calling people on stage to like feel them up and harass them and just equate them to their good looks only. I don't know. I was very off put by that. So and was I. And it went on a long time. It went on for way too long. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested that you also picked up on that because my parents didn't pick up on it. I watched mm. it with them and th- my dad was like, oh, I didn't even realize that that's what she was doing until you pointed it out to me. And in reviews that I've read of what they did, how the host did last night, I haven't read anything about it being kind of rapey. Uh, oh, I haven't read any reviews, but it seemed a little rapey to me. And it um, did to me too. Uh, yeah, that was weird. So I guess her thing was that she's single, and so that's what she played Right. About. The gay-gay thing, Florida, I liked. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, all right, you're single. That can be like a funny bit, but you don't need to have a bit about locking men in a room to... Test them? Make out with them and take their clothes off. I don't know. It just felt, it felt really distasteful and yeah. kind of uncomfortable, and people were laughing, and I wasn't sure if it was nervous laughter or if people really thought that was funny because that's kind of concerning and then what about when josh brolin came in and jason momoa there's like four feet difference (laughs) you know i i bet he josh brolin was probably a little and then she she like felt them up and i was like i hope they knew that was gonna happen before she did it well, there were full. There were some. There were some surprises. There were some surprises. The biggest surprise of all, I think, we have to address the elephant in the room. Crazy is that you're at fault for one of those surprises. GI Jane, as the producer of <laughs> GI Jane, <laughs> how do you feel? Responsible? I think you need to take accountability here on the I will, podcast. I will. I will. I will. I will. Because I love when they, anyone brings up a movie that I've been involved with. And uh, I did like G.I. Jane, and I thought Demi was very good in it, and she did shave her head. Um, so I thought that was all positive. Um, <laughs> well, when I saw the, um, the Will Smith um, and the Chris Rock, I, I, I was so... I'm confused by the Academy Awards now anyway, okay? But when I saw that, I was like, okay, now, this looks so real. Was that, is that a shtick? Did they... Like, what, did what she say, was it, what, what Chris Rock said? Because everybody says horrible things to each other at the awards. Was that so bad? It's a medical condition? You know, um, I just thought Will Smith should, don't do that. You are assaulting someone on live TV to, you know, they're, they've worked together, they're, they've grown up together. And control yourself. Then I also got wigged out over, okay, Jada Pinkett, she can stand up for herself. And now he's up there slapping people. And then, I have a lot to say, apparently. And then he gets up and he kind of unloads it onto God and what God is asking of him. Oh, you mean when he accepted his award? Yeah, like God has put me in a position where I have to be the leader of the people and that I have to be protective and of my... And I just thought, okay, that's weird too. That's weird, too, that he feels like he has to be 
I thought that was toxic masculinity also. Get it up and slap. Like, what's going on? Do you remember, was it Kanye West that came up and interrupted Taylor? Taylor Swift. He's, yeah, he said, he went up on stage and said, Beyonce deserved this award. Right. And my reaction was not even to feel bad for Taylor Swift. It was to feel bad for Beyonce because she didn't ask anyone <laughs> to do this for her. And I felt yeah. kind of similarly with Jada Pinkett Smith because I was like, she never asked him that we know of. She never yeah. asked him to behave this way. Like, I get why she would be offended by that joke because sure. it's not appropriate to make fun of somebody else's medical, medical condition. That's yeah. not okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris Rock, I get it. He's a comedian. People were saying mean things. But it's one thing to say, oh, I didn't like the movie you made, but it was nominated for an Academy Award. Okay, we're joking around. And it's another thing to attack someone because of the way they look, because of a medical condition that they have. And so we understood why that was offensive. But it also seems weird to me that the husband of the person the joke was about after he laughs at the joke so he laughs he looks at his wife sees her feelings are hurt gets up walks on stage slaps him in the face and sits down and starts screaming at him yeah don't don't ever have my wife's name he said take your take my wife's name out of your mouth which is yeah uh, i don't know i thought it was i thought all of the behavior was weird chris rock i didn't think was weird Okay, I, I think that was not a tasteful comment. But Will Smith getting up like that and then coming back down and then the audience was all, are we clapping, are we not clapping? Then he wins the award and they're clapping, but maybe they're not clapping. Yeah, just laying it off on that, God, I have to protect my people. Well, he was kind of pushing off his behavior on a lot of people because he said, you know, oh, God put me in this position. But he also said, now I know how... Venus and Serena's dad feels being labeled the crazy dad because now I'm being labeled the crazy husband yeah. and I'm yeah, the same are. as him. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Like, let's not drag them into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't help himself. Life and art, you know, imitating each other. It was bizarre. It was really bizarre. What, so what do you think is going to happen? I know obviously nothing like this has ever happened before, but what do you think the Academy's response is going to be? Do you think it's going to be suspended or I don't what think do you anything think? will happen. Nothing? I don't think so. Because it's Will Smith and that's almost like Spielberg, you know? Um, and the fact that he was allowed to go on and he went and sat down and he joined the rest, they enjoyed the rest of it. And I mean, fucking Chris Rock got slapped in the face. He, and the fact that he pulled it off and continued and kept his balance, that's all pretty great. I, I just, uh, there's no room for that, you know? Especially with the condition the world's in now. Yeah. And then he says, love, I want to be the vessel of love. Too late. <laughs> well, you just slap somebody. That's the vessel of violence. We have to talk about their outfits. Yes, we definitely have to talk about the outfits. I thought that they all verged on the side of costume. Mm -hmm. That everybody was wearing something outrageous. I only saw a few looks that I was like, wow, that's lovely. I thought everybody looked insane. That was my (laughs) personal take on the looks for the evening. But I've I've been seeing that a lot, you know, not just at the Oscars, but at lots of award shows that have been leading up to the Oscars people just really going out there with their fashion. And I don't know if that's more a fashion trend, like people just being more outrageous with their uh, their their fashion, or if it's a symptom of pandemic, oh, like yeah, yeah, be, yeah. everybody being inside, famous people not being seen, not being able to go to award shows, and then going to an award show and being like, I want to wear the loudest thing mm-hmm. that I possibly can because 
why not? I was shut inside for mm-hmm. a year, didn't mm-hmm. get to go to the Oscars. Now I get to go and I'll wear something super costumey and loud so that people will notice me. I'm not sure, kind of. I think it's both. Yeah, because, maybe a little bit of both. You know, it's the first real event that everyone has been there, you know? And so I think there was an excitement, a real excitement about that. Um, and I think that. Uh, I thought the colors were magnificent. They're just like, wait, is that like a powder blue? You know, what is this? Is that pink? Or orange tuxedo? Um, it could also be that uh, a younger group of people who are, you mm-hmm. know, taking over the show business yeah. uh, are dressing in more dramatic ways. I was loving that Rita Morena and Ariana DeBose both won Oscars for the same role. That's awesome. That is, isn't it? Good for them. I felt like, thank you, Academy, for playing into our podcast because (laughs) that shows how, like, the role spoke to both generations. Rita Moreno won it, and then Ariana DeBose also won it. I Uh, guess it's just a role that transcends mm -hmm. generation. Mm -hmm. And I think also the the changes that Spielberg made to it Mm -hmm. kind of made it contemporary. Mm -hmm. Um, But just talking about you know, two people being nominated for the same role and then winning. How did you feel about the amount of reboots and sequels and movies that were based on other things being in, um, being nominated for Best Picture? Because, or even Best Actress, Best Actor, because a lot of the movies that were included this year in the Oscars were reboots or retellings or sequels or something like that were they what, what, what? well you know spencer that was is obviously based off princess diana the eyes of tammy faye that's based off of tammy faye coda that's based on a oh, book. Mean on life um, um on either it's a real story or it's a pre-existing material in a book you mean or yeah what? there was a, there was a lot of that i felt like there were some that were original right don't look up that's original but i, I I felt like there were a lot of movies that were nominated that were based on existing material Mm -hmm. and I felt like more so than normal so I don't know if we're just in this phase where because of the pandemic we're all feeling extremely nostalgic just like the Academy Awards really leaning into nostalgia maybe we just kind of are as a culture also I was wondering how you felt about the amount of nostalgia and the nominations this year okay there's a lot of questions here let me just go back to like it's like the last maybe 10-15 years that um I'm not gonna say biopics but true stories are stories built on, you know, something that really happened, have really come back in full force. So that's something that's been happening for a while. Um, okay, so, and I did not notice that, because none of these were really prequels or sequels, I don't think, but a lot of them were based on underlying material. So I, I think that's always been there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a book that's been, you know, uh, adapted to the screen. That almost felt like a you know a re a reboot, but I'm not sure I agree that this this has been different. Okay, um, I just think maybe it's because there were more nominations. It felt more apparent because I'm trying to think. Dune that's based off of a book. There was like and a, Spencer and a, and a remake. Didn't they already do Dune? Yeah, yeah. and um, being the Ricardos also. Mm-hmm. I just felt a West Side Story. There mm-hmm. were a lot of reboots, retellings, movies that were based on pre-existing material, and I think maybe. A lot of that has to do with there being more nominations, mm-hmm. so more opportunity for mm-hmm. the same kinds of movies to get nominated. But yeah, I thought that a lot of the people who were nominated for Best Actor and Best Actress also were people who had been playing other people, like Will Smith, King Richard, Jessica yes, Chastain so, yeah. was playing Tammy, Tammy Faye. Faye. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing that was going on this year. So how has the Academy or 
voting in the academy changed since you started voting? Just the pressure of um, making it less white, you know, more inclusive. Um, yeah, and the awards itself, trying to make it less boring. Have you ever been to the Academy Awards? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. It's not fun. Why not? I, don't, I hate to be the big downer. First time I went was um, uh, for Jerry Maguire uh, at Sony. Um, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so we were given tickets, you know, and then I was like, oh, my God, what do I wear? Like, people will be looking at me, which they weren't, you know. Um, so we went. I went with Chris Lee, who was president of Sony, or was it TriStar? TriStar, I was with TriStar then. Um, and it's kind of fun. The real important people are way up front, and the people that are less important are, you know, further in the back, and you're just basically hungry and want to leave. And I know that sounds like I'm a Debbie Downer. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's fun when you go in there and you see all the people, but it's, it's super overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't that fun. Okay. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I want to know more about as far as how voting has changed is the role of campaigning in um, in Oscar um, nominations and wins. How have you seen campaigns for Best Picture change? Well, I think the biggest change is when Harvey Weinstein uh, left the business, you know, because he really, he was making very provocative movies and really heavy, heavy advertising. Huge, huge, you know, budgets for his movies. And also really vying for, like, you owe me. Do you know, we got it's very intense. Because, you know, everybody wants to win an Academy Award. It doesn't mean, once you win it, it doesn't mean anything, really. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You still have to prove yourself in you know, your next project. Um, but I would say that's the biggest. Um, it's also been confusing just as far as voting for best picture. Is this really a feature? Is this streaming? What is this? So that's all been confusing also. Yeah, well, we can talk about that because CODA won best picture. It streaming. also won best supporting actor. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's a movie that is exclusively on streaming. Yeah. And I know that there are lots of producers like Steven Spielberg who are very outspoken about movies yeah. that are streaming should not be candidates for best picture. How do you feel about that? Because my gut's telling me that it's it's generational, right? You, you, Steven Spielberg, people in your generation grew up going to the movies and seeing them on the big screen and that mm-hmm. being the experience. Yeah. That's not my experience at all. So yeah. how do you feel about big screen versus small screen nominations? <laughs> well, what my gut says, I agree with Spielberg, you know, because those were the works of art, you know. But I mean, it's changed from like actually filming a movie where you could touch the film, you know, the actual film stock. And, and now it's just like up somewhere. You might find it somewhere. It's, um, it's confusing. So, uh, but I have to say, I think it's generational too. It's never going to go back to the way it was. And so what do we do? Have no more Academy Awards? Do we shift it? Do we change it? I think the awards this year showed a lot of shift just visually, you know, how people showed up and, and all. But I do think that um, y- y- we have to include streaming because when you make a movie, you don't even know where it's going to go. Sometimes you do, but, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you don't. You think it's going to go to the big screen and then it doesn't. Well, I also saw the Academy, and they did this a little bit last year too, but this year especially, they went super hard on nostalgia and all of the anniversaries. And I really felt personally like they were trying to say, 
to the audience, don't you miss going to the movies? You should go back. Don't you miss it? Look, it's been 50 years since The Godfather. Remember when you saw that on the big screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you went to the movie theater? It was so exciting. Yeah. And Especially the food. You know, the milk does, <laughs> the popcorn, the Diet Coke. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt like the Academy was pushing really hard for people to go back to the theater. And then the winner of Best Picture was a streaming movie, which I thought was kind of an interesting contrast. Um especially since there were other movies that were huge budget on-screen movies that ended up on streaming but were not very popular in the theater. So another thing that I wanted to talk about was... How do you mean? What big movies that... You're talking about like... Like West Side Story, for example. Like this huge movie that was going to have this large theatrical release and then... Nobody wanted to see it. Nobody wanted to see it. It felt out of step with what's going on in the world today. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the movie being almost two years old, right? They made it before the pandemic and advertised it. The pandemic happened. They didn't release it. Then they had to wait until the Mm -hmm. right time to release it. They didn't go the put it right on streaming service route. Yeah, because it has to, I guess, before it used to have to qualify for Best Picture within a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my question is, how do you feel about movies that are unpopular being nominated for best picture because I remember a few years ago there was controversy over Black Panther and nominating Marvel movies for best picture and people being like it's not real art quote unquote because it's an action superhero movie and that kind of raises the question well what gets nominated for best picture is it the most popular movies of the year or is it what the Academy deems as the most artistic because West Side Story no one went to go see it it wasn't popular at all but there it was up on the list well so, it's also Spielberg yes it is also Spielberg but how do you and feel about that and even if it were that? terrible it would still he would still get some notoriety right yeah so how do you feel as a, you know, a voting member and somebody who has been, you know, part of the system for a while? Like, how do you feel about what gets dominated and, and how those decisions are made? Are, are people like it should be the most, you know, are those discussions that happen behind the scenes or is it just everybody votes for whatever they want? Well, it used to, um, okay, it also changes the kind of movies we make, even based on the movies I like and the movies that you like, you know, um, they used to be, you know, beautiful production value, really well cast, something very original and provocative, maybe some kind of uh, social meaning to it, and it should move you, you know. But that's, um, you know, it's it's never been the most popular picture. But if you make a good movie, then it is popular and it is, mm-hmm. you know super special I remember when I saw Gladiator I thought oh that's a big movie and it's great do you know that's a that's an Academy Award winning movie um, or Braveheart I remember seeing that big magnificent movie and mm-hmm. you know really well put together I don't know if they have stuff like that anymore I mean you know these big pictures are are about uh, some Marvel Universe or DC Comics Universe that um, I don't think really qualify for you know academy award pictures but it's changed so much why that's what you, i'm saying why don't you think they qualify um because they're they're what we call a popcorn movie and a popcorn movie is just supposed to make you eat popcorn right mm-hmm. and uh have a blast and then you go home you don't go home discussing it or it's changed your life or you know and it's all so much about masculine toxicity doing you know, all those superhero movies so i don't know 
I think that something we should talk about is what do we, how do we define the Oscars? Because to me, it's kind of this benchmark of what was meaningful in the film world this past year. What was significant? What had impact? And I think that sometimes that's the the most popular movies of that year. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have any problem with a Marvel movie being nominated for Best Picture because that was something significant that had happened that year, and I think it deserved to be included. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there are years like this year where I didn't really feel like any of the movies that were nominated were significant in any way. I felt like the nominations were, here's a list of 10 movies that hit everything that people want to see on a best picture list. There's one movie that's a fun, big musical that's Disney. And there's one movie that's about the past. And there's one movie that's about a social issue. And there's one movie that is a foreign film. And, you know, it was like each movie took up a different category, Mm -hmm. but none of them were particularly interesting or special or experimental in any kind of way like none of them were surprises to me they were all very much like oh yeah that's these are the movies that you would expect would be on a a list of the 10 Mm -hmm. movies that you'd pick for a year Mm -hmm. um so i guess my question is how how do you view the oscars what do you see them as do you see them as a benchmark of what significant happened in the film world over that past year or how do you see them wow um uh i have to say the academy awards don't represent the academy awards that i knew and grew up with you know and just keeping up with the changes in the world and what people think is you know interesting or what the audience wants to see has changed so um drastically like i was when they started nominating, you know, um, animated movies, you know, uh, I was like, what? 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 They're, you know, that didn't make any sense to me. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the other changes that I was just like, or even when like Parasite won Best Picture and it was a foreign film, I, that made no sense to me. So it keeps not making sense to me. Um, I know we talked about Coda being a streaming movie that was the first one to win Best Picture. It not only was the first streaming movie to win Best Picture, but it was also the first Sundance movie to win Best Picture. interesting. And what I think is so interesting about that is Apple is getting the credit for the movie. Oh, an an Apple TV (laughs) movie is nominated for Best Picture and it won. How amazing is that? But they didn't make the movie. They just bought it. Mm -hmm. So how do you think that that plays into it and like where the credit is going? Okay, well, the credit could go to them. I mean, they didn't make the movie, but they paid a lot of money for it, and they identified it as something that was um, uh, well-made and respectful, you know, that uh, would be would be impressive for Apple to get. So they really put out the dough. And then they really put out the dough as far as, you know, um, you know to consider it as the best picture. Um, so, no, they didn't make the movie. They just had somebody who goes to you know Sundance and looks and says this looks like a good movie and then their bosses you know look at it and then they have to make a decision fast so no but I like the idea that because I I love the idea of the Sundance um, uh, workshop you know and the fact that something could be workshopped like that and uh, you know it's such an interesting movie because you think oh no it's what it's like 
you know, a girl that wants to sing and mm -hmm. she's, you know, the speaking, you know, daughter of the family that doesn't speak and, um, but the movie was so lovely too. You're watching and you just, you just go with it, you know, I thought it was really well done. Best picture? I can't say that. Mm, yeah. Why not? It just seems like, when you look at like Power of Dog, you know, I mean, it's so magnificent, so sprawling and it felt, it felt... Um, it felt like not a best picture but a nice crowd pleaser like a very sweet movie the experience of the movie itself watching it um, that's a popular movie because people saw it and they were just like oh mm -hmm. I'm surprised at how much I love this so um, it, was just, it was a surprise if you were the academy if the academy was just you oh. what would you have picked as <gasps> best picture so you want me to, to say what I picked for well best it doesn't picture? even have to be from the nominations just if you were picking the best movie of last year what would you have picked my pick for example yeah, what would I, I would have picked the last duel I thought that was a major snub from last year I think best duel is the best movie I think that there were a lot of snubs this year I agree that got booted for movies that were more crowd-pleasing, right? Not everyone's going to like Pig, but everybody's going to like being the Ricardos. Mm -hmm. That's a much easier pill to swallow than mm -hmm. a movie like Pig. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess my question isn't what movie did you pick from the nominations? It's if you had to pick a movie that was the best movie of last year, what would you have picked? Well, I would think that, again, I'm, I would be going back to the tradition of the Academy Awards, like Power of Dog, you know, that's... It's just the beautiful acting. It's you know it reveals itself slowly. It's got so many themes, suspense, and the actors. The acting was phenomenal. I thought mm -hmm. um, maybe it's the size and the grandeur of a movie too. So you would have picked what Last Duel? I would have picked The Last Duel. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was my favorite movie. I think that there were a lot of creative, interesting movies that should have been nominated you know not necessarily that one best picture but should have been nominated to make the best picture category more interesting because mm -hmm. i felt like it was very boring mm -hmm. it was just you know as i've said 10 movies that everybody likes mm -hmm. as opposed to picking something that was a little more cerebral or a little more experimental or a little edgier and i think out of all of the movies that i saw that came out in 2021 the Last Duel was my favorite one because it was a very interesting story about rape culture and um, the role of men in stories about believing women. And it was told in a very medieval setting, which kind of masked the story that it was really telling. And I thought it was a super interesting story about... Mm -hmm assault and mm -hmm. how women feel after they are assaulted and how men can kind of take responsibility and become heroes for things that had nothing to do with them um and and i really really liked it and i thought that it deserved more recognition than it got mm -hmm. i think people shunned it because of the whole me too thing they didn't want to have that come back up yeah i just i think that there were some creative things happening that didn't get a lot of attention because people were more interested in the kind of family-friendly, warm, mm -hmm. um, fuzzy movies. Like King Richard was a fuzzy family warm movie, but I thought it was also, his role was fabulously written. Yeah, that was an amazing movie. Mm -hmm. That was really, really good. Yeah.
Um, who was the woman who won uh, West Side Story? They, they, that actress. Ariana DeBose. I loved her acceptance speech about being, I think, I, I don't know if I said gay, Latino, African-American. Um, yeah, just so boldly put it out there. It's just, it was lovely to hear that. Yeah, I, I was happy for her. I thought that she was amazing in West Side Story, and mm -hmm. so I thought that she deserved it. But, oh, speaking of West Side Story, mm. I don't know if we want to talk briefly about Rachel Ziegler. I don't know if you followed that no, whole debacle that Rachel Ziegler got excluded from the Academy Awards, and then they invited her as, as a presenter. No, I don't know about it. Okay, well, you went to the Oscars, so yeah. maybe you can talk to us about this. So how does tickets to the Oscars work? It's based on, it, it, there are a certain amount of tickets that are doled out. Like, um, if you have a best picture, you know, then the studio will dole out 30 tickets like that. 10 of them, if you are, you know, the writer, the actor, you know, you'll be right up front. Everybody else just gets to, you know, enjoy it from the rafters. Um, it would be within the, st the studio that made that movie to make a decision that, oh, we should invite her. It's not the Academy per se that going like, oh, rats, you know, she wasn't recognized. Um, but I'll tell you that when I went for the Jerry Maguire long ago, um, there were some extra tickets that no one claimed and were sold for 10000 apiece to some couple from Texas. <laughs> 10000 a piece. What? Anyway, so they're for sale, too, in a way. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but anyway, <laughs> yes, that's what happened. Yeah, cash, I remember. Yeah, anyway. So, yes, some are sold and bought. Uh, I guess that's, yeah, and others. But it's that's what it's given to. It's given to, like, oh, you know... Um, Power of Dog, who's that, who's the studio, who's that creative group? And then the studio itself will decide who goes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because Rachel Ziegler had said, you know, obviously the star of West Side Story, she had said that she wasn't going to the Oscars because she was not invited. And everybody kind of jumped on the Academy. And then, you know, after you do some research, you find out the Academy is not the one who's making that decision. Mm -mm. It was Disney who was making that decision. The studio, um, yeah. Yeah, the studio made the decision. So Disney's pointing to the Academy like, oh, they're so awful. And then, yeah. <laughs> but that's, it is weird though that Disney wouldn't want the star of their movie at the Oscars. Do you think, do you think that was a decision that they talked with her about? Because she is in another Disney movie right now. So I understand why the studio so wouldn't want her to go to the Oscars because they'd have to halt production on the movie that she's in right now. Yeah, that doesn't really matter though. No? No. It's all about who's in favor, where do we put our money, you know. If she's a, uh, a darling of Disney, then they want to keep her happy. If she didn't get recognized, they can't really control that, but they can try to make it better for her. Do, do you know so what I mean? So why do you think they wouldn't, in, they wouldn't let her go to the Oscars then? If they don't care that she's shooting another movie with them? I don't know. The whole thing seemed kind of odd. Do you think it was a publicity stunt? On whose behalf? Hers? For her, yeah. To get her name in the media? You know, I mean, it could even be something as like, oh, she didn't get along with blah, blah, blah. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm. There's so many, because it's super personal and everybody wants to go to the Oscars. Yeah. But she made a joke about it when she presented because Disney didn't invite her, so the Academy invited her as a presenter and she, um, she presented with your fave from Euphoria. 
And he said, as a little kid growing up in Australia, I never thought I would make it to the Oscars. And she said, as of six days ago, I never thought that I would make it to the Oscars. Right, right. And they were also like, he's six five and she's like four feet tall. They were all like, what? <laughs> as of six days ago, me neither. Yeah, well, let's see. Why? I don't know if it was something they were like, well, she cannot go. I mean, there were other actors that didn't go that weren't nominated. Mm-hmm. So why would she go? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the answer to that. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers it. Oscars 2022. But I like the style. I like the clothes. I got to tell you. I thought they were costumey, but I dug it. 